Welcome to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa Caprio. Do you believe in magic? What if you were told that all you had to do was get a little creative and work a magic spell to bring anything you can imagine into your life? Here on Postcards to the Universe, we will share manifesting, tips, postcards, creativity, abundance, and prosperity. Here is your host, Melissa Caprio. Hello and welcome to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, creating the life you crave. How's everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Today I'm actually calling in through our recording app on the phone. So this is new for me because my computer hard drive is being uh, replaced right now. (laughs) It took a little crap. So I'm doing it on the phone. So I hope I sound okay. I think I should. Um, Today I have... um, my favorite guest, my returning guest, Trans Channel Gregory Possman, who's going to be channeling Archangel Gabriel today here live. So that's pretty exciting. I'm excited to talk to him. Um, we're going to get into it a little bit in just a minute, but we're both um, grieving a loss. He lost his wife, his beloved wife recently passed away. And you guys have heard me talk. My sister Tony has passed away. So we're going to be talking about uh, today, you know, what happens Um Hopefully Gabriel will answer, you know, what happens after we leave our body. So I'm excited to talk with him today. Um, For all of you guys who listen to me every week, thank you so much for joining me today. It means a lot. I get lots of emails and that you enjoy my show and that makes me really happy. So you can keep those coming. Praise is always a good thing, right? (laughs) For those of you who are just tuning into me for the first time in my show, uh, welcome a little bit about me. I'm an author and a photographer, and I have a book, a published book, and it's titled Postcards to the Universe, Harness the Universe's Power, and Manifest Your Dreams. And in the book, I have uh, 30 manifesting stories along with photographs that I took of the contributors manifesting postcards, and um, their stories are so cool. So I just, I love to go back and reread the stories. And in it, I include writing exercises and it helps us get clear on what we want to manifest. And there's a toolbox full of fun exercises on how to manifest uh, money and health, career, love, and so much more. So if you're into that thing and you're interested in doing some inner work exercises and reading people's incredible journeys of transformation and inspiration and manifesting, You can find my book at your favorite bookstore or online and purchase a copy and let me know what you think. You know, I'd love to hear about it. Um, Also, I'm still asking. I'm always asking for people to send me manifesting postcards. So please do that. Um, They're really cathartic to make and a lot of fun. And if you want to know how to and you don't have any idea, if you go to postcardstotheuniverse.com, There's a little section that tells you how to make a manifesting postcard. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get a free gift. And um, you'll also get uh, information on how to to create one. So that's great. And uh, if you're on Facebook and you like to be parts of groups, if you like good groups, I have a public Facebook group called Postcards of Love. And I share uplifting stuff, um, pictures and funny stuff. So please join me. Uh, next week, I have author uh, Susie Hazon, and she helps people, and her book is called, well, 
this will make more sense when I tell you the title of her book. Her book is called Freed from Stuck, Dare to Cross the Bridge Beyond Grief, Trauma, and Self-Sabotage to Discover Lasting Change Now. So she helps people become freed from being stuck by showing them how to access internal resources they never knew they had and create what they never knew they could. So I'm excited to talk with her next week. Okay, so to get to my guest today, a little bit about Gregory. Reverend Gregory Possman is a psychic trans channel, and he started in uh, 1991. He channels over 40 light beings, including Sananda, Archangels Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel, as well as master teachers Spirit Kuan Yin, Mary, five members of the Council of Shambhala, and others. He also channels the Palladian Syrians and Venusians, and Gregory uh, performs workshops throughout the world, and he offers recorded channel private sessions by phone. Each month, he gives a free channeled message, and you can find that at gregorypossman.com. That's G-R-E-G-O-R-Y-P-O-S-S-M-A-N.com. And today, he's going to be live channeling, after our first break, Archangel Gabriel, And I always ask Gregory who he feels wants to come through. And since we're both going through grieving right now, Archangel Gabriel popped up and was going to talk about grief, letting go, and honoring the dearly departed. Hi, Gregory. How you doing? I'm well, Melissa. I'm well. (laughs) Thanks. I'm so sorry to hear about Sandy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So. So, um, how, now, how long ago, uh, my sister passed on June 25th. When, when did Sandy cross over? She died on July 31st, about 4.58 in the afternoon. Mm, yeah. You want to share a little bit about Sandy and the work that you guys do together? She was the heart and soul of our ministry, which is basically a wedding ministry where we officiate weddings. And Sandy put all of the heart part into it and much of the soul and uh, she was an ordained minister she had been uh, addicted um, 45 years ago she was clean for 45 years and she was addicted to alcohol and heroin and cocaine and she kicked all of that which I think was probably one of her uh, most prized Wow. Uh, achievements, I guess I would say. And she was very proud of that. And so um, that was one thing that she was very, very proud of. And our organization, High Country Ministers here in the mountains, is the other thing that I think she would have been the most proud of. And so uh, she had manifested a really wonderful relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And she used to Put a lot of pressure on me by telling me I was her hero. Oh, and so and I say sweet. that. Please don't hear me. I'm not <laughs> bragging. She set the bar very, very high. Oh, I think that's so sweet. <laughs> it was sweet, and uh, she would tell people that, and I would just kind of, I would just sort of grimace a little bit and think, "Oh my gosh, this is this is not good." <laughs> How do I live up to that, right? Exactly. I can't do anything wrong. Otherwise, I'm in big trouble. And, uh, yeah. This may sound a little bit bizarre, but I'm actually looking at a jar with some of her ashes in it, which I'm going to send up to her family in Canada. Sandy mm-hmm. was from Canada. And so I interred the most of the ashes, but there is a small amount here. And I, I'm mm-hmm. just learning so much. It's, it's, it's a mm-hmm. little scary 
because uh -huh. she handled all of our bookwork and banking uh -huh. and all that stuff, and now I'm doing all that. But I am learning a tremendous amount, and I'm relieved uh -huh. that she's no longer suffering. But I'm also I miss her terribly. Sure. We were together for 30 years, and that's, wow. that's a long time. So that, learning to that, live alone is a new experience. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. That must be 30 years. I didn't know how long you guys were married. I had no idea in her background that she suffered, that she was clean and sober, and that she had addiction problems. That's interesting. Well, and she also was in a couple of abusive relationships that were pretty horrific. And I always encouraged her to write a book about her life, and she, she mm -hmm. didn't do it. She was She refused, but... She did mm -hmm. tell a lot of people her story, and I think the reason she did was because she had a lot of hope for people, and she knew that people could could really move out of all of those challenges and difficulties. And, of course, mm -hmm. that that is exactly what you do when you mm -hmm. talk about manifesting and postcards to the universe. It's it's all about that. So it's it, it did give a lot of people, and many of my clients who came here for intensives, would hear Sandy's story, and then they would get a lot of hope from that, and a lot of positive feelings. So, mm. that's, yeah, I think that's probably the thing that that pays the most tribute to her. And uh, she loved it here in the mountains. She loved living here, and she wanted her ashes interred here. And so that's been done. And we'll hold a memorial mm. service for her on the 29th of October. Mm. And uh, the cats miss her as much as I do. Their behavior has changed tremendously. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, they're, they're very aware of her, of, of the lack of her presence. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you, are you getting, um, do you feel that you're still like, like connected? Are you getting signs? Because we're getting a lot of signs from my sister. Actually, it started the day after she passed. I mean, they've been crazy the signs that we're getting from her letting us know that she's still around and that she's happy and, and all these things. Are you having those experiences with Sandy? Definitely. I can feel her presence. Um, okay. I don't see her and I don't mm -hmm. hear her, but I do mm -hmm. feel her presence. And um, I still tell her how much I love her. And mm -hmm. um, that will probably go on for quite Forever. some time. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I feel like it's sort of comes in waves and yeah, I feel more and more like I'm getting more protection from her and I get that I get confirmation. I think many of your listeners know my sister is a medium and mm -hmm. oftentimes she'll send me a text and tell me that Sandy's in the house or she's been with me and <laughs> Oh wow. So that's confirmation and that's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, it really is. It's it's helpful. It's you know, it's I mean, I have a lot of faith. Like, I have no doubt that the soul goes on. You know, some people struggle with that, but I don't. So I know that I'm going to see her again, and I know that she's always around, and I've already had two visitation dreams for her. And I know they're visitation dreams because they're different than regular dreams, you know, and just the way she looks in the dreams. And, and it's just, it's really comforting, you know? It's mm -hmm. real comforting to have those experiences. And um, I'm going to, when after the break, when we talk to Archangel Gabriel, I'll ask about those visitations. And, you know, for others that are listening that may be suffering loss and hoping to connect to their loved ones who've passed on, you know? Absolutely. I think that those those signs and those signals are very important. And, and as you said, they're very comforting. 
and it's really nice to know that 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 continues. And I keep thinking in terms of what would Sandy want and Mm -hmm. what, what would be her her desires in terms of things that she left behind physically and what should I do with them and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I've had a lot of very intuitive hits about what what should go on and, and how it should look. So that's, mm. been, that's been really interesting as well. Yeah, I, I imagine. And when you said the cats are missing her, they probably see her around. Do you notice them looking like in oh, yeah, odd places? Day, <laughs> like they do that. Like <laughs> yeah, She was looking... Savannah was looking up at the ceiling like and I kept th- asking her what what are you looking at what are you seeing and she didn't pay any attention to me she just kept staring at the ceiling and whether it was Sandy or not I don't know but somebody somebody was there for sure <laughs> somebody was there for sure <laughs> oh my goodness um so Sandy um got cancer right that's what how she, she did. passed she did. yeah yeah and she had uh she had a lot of issues with her liver. She had had hepatitis C, and mm-hmm. they cured that. And then, uh, when the cancer uh, when the cancer arrived arose, it became a challenge because so much of her liver had been damaged by cirrhosis from the drinking that she had oh, done earlier in life. Wow. Mm. And uh, she she would say that she was now paying for the wild times in her earlier life, and mm-hmm. and so. Um, oddly enough, that was one of the things that attracted me to her because I'd always been a goody two-shoes sort and behaved myself. And <laughs> when I heard some of the stories that Sandy told me about her life, I thought, oh, we're in for a good time here. And, <laughs> and boy, was I wrong. I was totally wrong. <laughs> she, she converted big time and then she became ordained and then she started doing weddings and and yeah. uh, you know all of that, all that bad girl publicity that I thought was coming, it it just dissipated. It was gone, and and she was. She, but and and having said that, she was a wonderful wife, a wonderful mm-hmm. mate. She was a great business partner. Um, you know, I, at the risk of being crude, I'm one of the few who was able to make love to his secretary and didn't have any problem. And Sandy was not a secretary by any means. I don't <laughs> right. Mean I know what you mean though. <laughs> she was, she was fantastic. She mm-hmm. really supported me and all my work. And she was uh. a huge reason why I feel like I became more successful in what I did. And uh, yeah. she was so supportive. It was just amazing. So. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's so sweet. Well, you can hear the you can hear how much you love her, and it's hard I, to not be when you know with her physically. But as you know, be reunited at some point again. You know, absolutely. When yeah. we talked about that, she she was lying there in bed, and I was lying next to her, and she probably had another eight ten days to live, and and she said, "You know, I know that we are going to be for t- together forever." And she said, "Yeah," she says. I'm 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 going to be coming over a hill and you'll be right there and we'll do that little scene where we run to each other Aww. and I said oh that sounds beautiful you know so um I look that, forward to that, that I don't know how soon but it'll happen That does sound beautiful it's making me it tear was, up oh my goodness was. I know it's really hard, you know, for us the ones that are left behind you know um not having them here in physical but I think for them, because, you know, time is eternal and it's not like it is here and they know what's happening and they know we're going to be reunited and they're happy and free and no longer in pain. 
you know, they're having the best time. <laughs> you know, it's us. I get that it's a party. <laughs> I think it's a big celebration over there, but we'll see what Raphael has to say and what Gabriel has to say. I think Raphael will make a oh. quick appearance as well. Okay. So hey, listen. There. Yeah. We'll you see. know, we'll see. the more the merrier. They can all show <laughs> well, they don't have the same physical limitations we do, so it could be a huge party. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a huge party. Yeah, because, you know, our lifespan is so short, if you think about it. It's just like a, you know, a blink of an eye and it's done. And, and then right. we have eternity to grow with our loved ones. So, well, I'm excited to speak with them. And um, I see, I'm just looked at the clock and I see we're up at our first break. So let's take okay. our break now. And then when we come back, we'll see who wants to come through first. Stay tuned, guys. It's going to be exciting. Hi, I'm Melissa Caprio from Postcards to the Universe, creating the life you crave. Do you believe in magic? What if I told you all you had to do was get a little creative and work a dream spell to bring anything you can imagine into your life? Well, guess what? I've got the spell for you. Postcards to the Universe, a global movement for manifestation, is a casting magical tool for you to use whenever you want. How does living in passion sound to you? Join me in my movement where you get to create in the magical playground. Let's think outside the box and do some playful conjuring. By casting out our desires with a manifesting postcard, we explore our hearts and allow the alchemy of our dreams to appear. And don't forget to tune in each week here on Om Times Radio with my show, Postcards to the Universe, Creating the Life You Crave at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I share tips on creativity, abundance, and prosperity, and you will be introduced to the coolest guests, trailblazers, mystics, and creatives who enrich our lives. Welcome back. So if you're just tuning in with me, um, I have Reverend Gregory Postman on, and he's a trans channel, and we're going to be channeling uh, Gabriel and possibly Raphael. We'll see who wants to come through first. Um, so if you, if you did just hear the commercial, the commercial about Rainbow Guardian, that's my family's charity, and it was inspired by my sister, Tony, who is the one that we were talking about who just passed away, and we're going to be continuing doing the work with the group home and taking care of our other girls in need. So that is going to continue. So <clears throat> just wanted to let you guys know that. So, um, okay, Gregory, is there anything that you want to say or share before we go right into it? However you want to do it. Time for me to get out of the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Greetings. We are the one called Gabriel, and we are most honored to merge our energies with all of your energies. It is a pleasure and we look forward to our conversation. How may we be of service? Thank you so much, uh, Archangel Gabriel, for being here with me today. Um, both myself and the man's body that you're speaking through, Ashid, who is, he's called, or Gregory, uh, are suffering a loss of a loved one who recently passed over to spirit. 
So we want to talk about basically what happens when you pass on and where they are and if they're okay and which I know they're okay, but, you know, just to share some information with me and and my listeners about people who are suffering the loss of a loved one. It is fascinating to us on our side that you use the word suffering a loss. On our side, it is a celebration. It is a homecoming. And it is a continuation of one's work, so to speak, though it does not seem like work when one returns to our side. It seems more like a kind of celebration, a kind of acknowledgement, a kind of, what would you call it? It it is like congratulating one for the very hard journey that one has just completed. And therefore, We understand the aspect of suffering, and that is sourced in emotion, emotion which is felt in the human experience. But on our side, everything is about light, everything is about lightness. In other words, there is no weight to what occurs. And that word can be used in two ways, no weight as in no heaviness, and no waiting, so to speak, as in not waiting for anything. There is no reason to wait for anything because we do not have time on our side, as many of us have explained in the past. And therefore, those who pass over, as you say, pass on, make their transition, perhaps die, although we do not believe in death, Since no one dies, everything continues in terms of the soul and the soul's energy. However, when that process occurs, there can be a tremendous amount of grieving for those who do not seem to be present any longer in anything other than their soul. However, when you think about the truth, the fact that all of the suffering, as some of you talk about, has transitioned as well. In other words, there is no more pain, there is no more weight, there is no more sense of oppression, and there is a tremendous sense of exuberance and looking forward to what is next, so to speak. In truth, the majority of those who have crossed over are actually more worried about those they have left behind, so to speak, even though there is no behind, and they have not left anyone, they are still very much aware of your presence. As time goes on, and we on our side become more and more assured that you are in the process of healing, the distance, which is difficult to even explain, because again, there is no space on our side either, but the distance that you would describe as a far apart sort of feeling, Mm -hmm. that begins to grow. In other words, one could say that we do not have to hover over you, so to speak, the way we might have done in the beginning, and therefore we use the word distance because you understand it. 
in terms of us, it is more a kind of feeling of less intense light or energy. And therefore, after a period of time and after your healing has become more complete, then you may not feel our presence so much as you might have had in the beginning. Hmm. We do not know if that makes sense, but it is the truth from our perspective. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, in particular, my sister was special needs in this life. Um, and We find that an interesting description as well. <laughs> yeah, we do too down here. <laughs> um, so, she's no longer... Um, I don't know what the right word is. She's no longer bound by the, her disabilities, let's say, her earthly disabilities um, over in spirit. So what, when she, I mean, does this happen with everybody, but when she transitioned, do they all go, does everyone go to the same place? Is it heaven right away? What happens um, when you drop the body? When one drops their body, typically... They are reintroduced to what is called their council. Okay. You sometimes refer to them as your guides and teachers. We call them their, your council. And those entities surround the soul. They greet the soul. And eventually, there is a kind of life review. Mm-hmm. Now, the distance that it takes for that to be accomplished And we do not use the word time, we use distance, because that is actually more accurate. The amount of distance that it takes to complete that life review depends upon the state of mind of the person when they make their transition. Hmm. In other words, if they are more prepared, if they are more ready, then, of course, that distance can be very short, and that life review can take place. We'll use the word quickly, but that's not Mm -hmm. very accurate. Mm -hmm. It would be easier for you to understand the word quickly. But again, it's more about energy and light and distance from our perspective. And so when you ask if everyone goes to the same place, Mm -hmm. there is no place on our side. That's a misnomer, if you will. There is light and there is a lot of it. So, those who have experienced the near-death experience and then returned through what some might call the conduit, the cave or the tunnel, back into their human body, they experience going back into a more darkened place because the light is not nearly as bright on your side as it is on ours. Mm -hmm. The way a person transcends, the way they die, makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And we will say that if they Mm self-destruct, if they commit suicide, oftentimes the distance is much further. Mm. And sometimes they are quite astounded when they arrive on our side. First of all, it is difficult for the soul to believe that it has committed that particular act. And second of all, because it is so difficult to understand all of the reasoning Sometimes one doesn't even remember that that's what they did. Mm. So there is a greater distance in that case. On the other hand, when one dies of a kind of illness, 
when their crossing over is expected, then it is a different experience. It is a huge kind of celebration. It is a gathering. And one could call it a kind of graduation. That's another mm. way to explain it. Mm. So um, in my situation specifically, I my sister choked last year and she had a trach and she's lived with the trach for a year and I feel like you can tell me if I'm correct she was maybe possibly going to go last year but she stuck around longer and I feel that she um she had collapsed and the trach was out and I feel she went quickly is that some, am I being accurate in my description and my feelings? Does that, is that true? You will remember that the man Ashid through whom we spoke expected her to pass. Yes. Mm-hmm. He stated that. Yes. He felt that it was going to happen quickly. Mm-hmm. And he was surprised at her recovery. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you are accurate from our perspective. And it is to understand that in the final analysis, mm-hmm. her journey was not over. Mm. There was more that could be learned in this universe, this dimension, this reality, and therefore she remained. And so you could say that what she learned in the period of time that she remained could not have been learned anywhere else. Mm. And that is one truth about your earth plane. Okay. For all the complaining that human beings do, and we are not judging your complaining, we are just mentioning it because it is true. There are actually billions of souls that are lining up and desiring to come into the earth plane. Hmm. For many of you who do not live happily in your lives, it's difficult for you to understand why any being Mm -hmm. would want to enter into the physical plane of the earth realm. Mm -hmm. However, the value of the earth realm is that there are so many lessons that cannot be learned anywhere else, Mm. and therefore the popularity of it, so to speak. So each soul to believe. Yeah, it is. So each soul really wants to learn certain lessons, and that's why we make the choices that we do. Absolutely. And that is why each soul who transcends or transitions is in the process of making more decisions about what is the next step, what is the next gift that they will bring, what Mm -hmm. is the next experience they will have. Mm. Interesting. Now, you said billions of souls. So do you and Archangel Raphael and Michael and the angels... Do you connect with every soul? On different levels, yes. Absolutely. Mm. And when we talk about levels, the amount of participation that we engage in with any particular soul is dependent upon the gift that we have to offer them and whether or not that gift will be useful to them. You have probably heard that the universe is an incredibly efficient place. The earth plane may not seem to be, but the universe is an amazingly efficient place. 
and no energy whatsoever is wasted. And another truth is that absolutely no energy is ever lost. It is converted, perhaps, into another form, but energy is never lost, never wasted. Hmm. It's interesting. And when the soul is, we'll just say drops the body, because <clears throat> you don't say die over there, so let's say drops the body, can, can the soul be in more than one place and with more than one person who is still living at the same time? Absolutely. The archangel Michael describes it as fragmentation. Mm -hmm. It is also the word fragmentation that is used oftentimes to describe what you call the past life experience. Mm -hmm. So the fragmentation is that part of energy that has not learned whatever it needs to learn in terms of its lessons. And it is what you might call the residual that is left. And it will be able to create its experience, the experience that it needs, the experience that it wants, in order to transcend its previous experience. In other words, whatever is left is experienced in whatever realm or dimension that it needs to be. And then one moves on into the light, so to speak, and when mm -hmm. there is no residual left, one merges completely and totally with the Creator. That is very difficult to explain mm -hmm. in terms of your language mm -hmm. and what you would call your perception of the wording that might be used to describe that. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to comprehend <laughs> with what... We know, you know, with the limits of time and space and how we measure it here. So, you know, trying to understand it is it is a little difficult, but I think I understand what you're 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 sharing with us. Um, I want to take my break here um, and then come back if that's OK, because I see we're at the second break time. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Welcome back. So I'm going to just jump right in. I have Archangel Gabriel being channeled by Gregory Postman on. And so I want to talk about how we can connect um, better with our loved ones who are no longer on the plane, the earth plane, and they're in spirit. Um, are they sending us signs a lot? Um, are they trying to connect with us to let us know that they're doing okay and that they're doing good? It is difficult to describe because it is different for each entity. Okay. There are some entities that are very protective. Mm -hmm. There are some entities who are less protective but are more present. And then there are those who are watching from a distance, so to speak, and can actually manifest a sort of closeness whenever anything of a destructive or challenging nature occurs. And so mm -hmm. it is to understand that there is a vast variety of experiences that can be created on our side. Uh, we wish to give you a quick example 
Mm-hmm. There is an archangel named Cassandra who is in charge of a tremendous amount of training, so to speak, in the angelic realm. Okay. There is a lot of that going on. Those angels are capable of embodying in a human body, unbeknownst to the host, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They can do heroic deeds that are supernatural in nature. They could actually lift a car without any sort of damage being done to the body of the host. They can dive down deep into the water and retrieve a human being if they needed to, Mm -hmm. and have done so on many occasions. They have also been known to extricate people from fires. And so, in that regard, yes... There can be an extremely protective and participative experience, and that sometimes takes place. Now, the next question, of course, logically would be, will the person who was the victim of such an experience Uh recognize who it was? Uh Perhaps, perhaps not. But it is to understand that it doesn't matter whether they recognize them or not. They can also reappear, so to speak, in Mm -hmm. a physical body on the earth, if that is their desire. And their soul, the soul of that individual, can be recognizable to the person who knew them in the first lifetime. Mm. Now, of course, it is not the first lifetime, but that's how Mm -hmm. some of you see it. Right. Well, I I feel like my sister is giving us, my family, a lot of signs. Um, I, we've been having a lot of experiences from her and, and seems messages from her, and I feel that she's given uh, me and my other sister um, a visitations in our dreams that she's visited us. Is, is that correct? Am I correct? That is happening, and it mm-hmm. is correct, because you are open to it. Okay. And those who disbelieve, those who mm-hmm. believe that there is nothing in the afterlife, so to speak, okay. eventually they might change their minds, but okay. ultimately the spirit on the other side who is trying to connect may become somewhat frustrated mm-hmm. because of the fear that those who experience that fear, they have difficulty accepting what is happening. Mm-hmm. And so... Those who do not have any fear about it, they are open to it, and it happens frequently, yes. Oh, okay. Those signs can easily be accepted by you because of your belief system. Okay, so then the follow-up to that would be for those who do want to connect, possibly they should uh, tell themselves to try to be more open to receiving messages from the other side and dreams from their loved ones to come be open for them to come through, correct? The possibility of that taking place from our perspective is quite minute. Mm -hmm. However, we do agree with your statement, yes, if they could be more open Mm -hmm. to the possibilities, they would have more of an experience. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Um, So... uh, my next question would be, um, how for us humans that are having, are going through the grieving process, what would be your advice to us to help us, 
um, as we're going through the loss of our loved one in their physical body. You sit very quietly. Mm -hmm. You allow yourself to feel your grief. Mm -hmm. And then you expand it. You make it bigger. Okay. Instead of making it shrink because you don't want to experience it, mm -hmm. you make it larger. And by making it larger within yourself, you find a way to express it. Perhaps it will be tears. Perhaps it will be screaming. Mm -hmm. Perhaps it will simply be sitting down and writing in a journal what your experience is. But you must find a way to express it. Mm -hmm. And then it will begin to happen in waves, mm -hmm. and those waves will be less and less intense as time goes on. Okay. A few nights ago, the man Ashid went outside on his deck. Mm -hmm. He was just sitting and listening to the insects and the birds and the trees. And he realized that a kind of wave of grief had passed. Mm-hmm. And in the next day or two, he actually felt a few moments of happiness. And he felt happy because he knew that the soul of his departed wife was doing magnificently. Mm. Because that is the message that he received while he was sitting there quietly listening to the trees and the, the insects and the birds. So our suggestion is that rather than try to make it happen, Mm -hmm. One becomes receptive to it and allows it to happen. Mm. Are we always reunited with our loved ones? Not always. There not are always. situations where lessons must be learned that mm. do not allow for the reuniting to take place. Mm. And what kind of... Uh, can you give an example of what that would look like so that we can understand it? Imagine a being mm -hmm. who is so, what is the word, who so underestimates their power or their mm -hmm. strength. Mm -hmm. And imagine that they must experience a kind of exile or banishment mm. in order to find that strength within themselves. And that is the choice that they may make. Mm -hmm. They may choose that. However, once that lesson has been embraced, mm -hmm. once that lesson has been absorbed within their being, then ultimately, whether it is new beings that they communicate and, 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 and what is the word you would use, connect with, that mm -hmm. is perhaps the right word, then it is new beings that they connect with. And that sense of belonging that you crave so much in the human experience becomes completely and totally, it, it becomes total. That's perhaps the only way to put it. Mm -hmm. And suddenly there is a feeling that it doesn't matter whether it were the same beings that they were familiar with in the past it's actually forgotten because the experience is such a wondrous one. There's no room, if you would say it that way. There's no space for mm -hmm. any sort of grieving that you had not reconnected with those whom you knew way back when, which mm -hmm. is how you would describe it. Again, from our perspective, more about distance than it is about time. Okay. 
I think I understand what you're what you're talking about. <clears throat> it's difficult without the space time continuum, so to speak. <laughs> it it is a little difficult to comprehend. Um, is there anything else that you want us to know? I didn't know as I was talking with Gregory before if if Raphael wanted a few minutes. I, I don't whatever you want to do Your is fine with me. Timing is perfect. The one called okay. Raphael is waiting patiently. Okay. Indeed. Just a moment. Thank you, Gabriel. We are the one called Raphael, and we greet you. We want to say one thing to all of you. The process of transition, passing mm. on whatever word you wish to use, it is an extremely healing process. And as much as it is difficult to believe, because you are looking, of course, at a cold body, one mm -hmm. that does not move, Mm -hmm. The soul's experience of healing is magnificent. It is quite incredible. It's freeing. It's liberating. It's mm. celebratory. There are not words in your language to describe the magnificence of it. And that is the basic message that we wish to offer you. Because we know you feel as though you are left behind. Mm -hmm. However... As many have described it, even though you cannot see the boat that has departed from the dock, perhaps mm -hmm. it is beyond the horizon, but the boat still exists and it is doing magnificently. Mm. Well, I'm very glad that you shared that because uh, one of the biggest struggles personally that um, my mother is having is is seeing my sister's body after she passed. And she can't get that out of her head. The man Ashid has had the same experience with his wife. Mm -hmm. He assisted in the preparation of the body when it was moved out of the home mm -hmm. where his wife passed, which was her desire. And even though it is difficult for those who are left behind to involve themselves in that process, it is also a form of acceptance. In mm. other words, that is not how he chooses to remember his wife, and that is not how your mom will choose to remember her daughter. Mm. She will choose to remember the bright times, the joyous times, the, glit the glitter in her eyes, so to speak. We're not quite sure how you put it, but <laughs> that light in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And that is the part that stayed with him. Her eyes were dark when she passed. Mm -hmm. and they were never that way in life. One mm -hmm. of the things he loved most about her was her beautiful eyes. Mm -hmm. So recognize that that transition that occurs is the light leaving the body, the spirit, the soul leaving the body. And once that occurs, there is nothing left but a shell. Mm. Just a shell. Just a shell, yeah. And that the soul is rejoiced when they drop the body because they're no longer constrained by what was ever ailing them or, in my case, our case, disabilities that she had. 
still interesting that you call them disabilities. <laughs> we call them abilities. Yeah. Well, we they are actually. Gifts, <laughs> and you call them disabilities. Amusing is, to us. It's but we true. understand. We, yes, it's true. I believe it is time to give him his body back. We are Thank most grateful you. on the part of both we, Raphael, and Gabriel. Many, many blessings to all of you, especially to those of you who are suffering a loss, no matter how long ago it may have occurred. So be it. Thank you for being with me today. <clears throat> I'm back. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's always wild. I don't know how much of it you were listening to or if you weren't listening at all. I know sometimes you're, you know, you get like snippets and sometimes you're like, I didn't even hear anything. <laughs> I did hear a little bit of that, but not a great deal. Mm. Not too much. Well, it's it comforting. Was, you know, it's interesting during the break, I don't check out. I mean, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't come back into my body. Mm -hmm. I just sit and... Um, mm -hmm. I just felt this massive kind of entry of Sandy's soul, and that oh. was just beautiful. I can't oh. even describe how good that felt. So, and uh, again, you know, being human, it's like mm -hmm. comparing that to any sort of physical experience was just—it's—it's it's not even close. I mean, it's just like yeah. this yeah. massive invasion of light that comes in it's really quite incredible so my all my gratitude for having me on and, and yeah. allowing me to experience that a few moments ago it was really quite incredible oh i'm so glad that makes me yeah. so happy absolutely yeah oh good oh good sandy i'm glad you had some space to come in <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very emotional. I, I, you know how much I love you and having you on, and that's how much I learn from you. So as always, Gregory, I so appreciate it. And uh, more than you more, know, it's we'll, my pleasure. We'll, and we'll figure out our next time and what we want to talk about. And I'm sending you and your family lots of love. And well, thank you. You, you, know, you know that uh, my grandkids and my children live in Miami, so mm -hmm. I'm headed down your way in September for about ten days to mm. to be with them, and that. That is really, really wonderful. I, I just, I was down there for five days just after Sandy passed, and mm -hmm. it, it was truly amazing to be with them. So, Good. very, I'm very glad. comforting and very healing. Good. Thank you so much, Gregory, and for all of you guys listening who have lost somebody you love. I hope that brought you some comfort. And thank you for listening to Postcards to the Universe with Melissa creating the life you crave and i'm wishing everyone a wonderful week filled with joy abundance and love peace <laughs>